following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Wednesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can follow everything about high school sports 24-7 at MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. Wednesdays on the Huge Show are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan. It's time for the Huge Show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the Huge Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. So, Michigan, it is time to begin another statewide journey. 19 radio stations strong for the one close to you. Go to thehugeshow.net. There you can listen to the free stream weekdays at 3. And on the iHeart app, search The Huge Show. And you can listen anywhere in the world. You going to Russia? You get mobile service? Search The Huge Show. You going to Ukraine? So it's the huge show. You going to Mexico and maybe could have come in the southern way? You get mobile service, search the huge show. Anywhere in the world. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. He loves everybody hitting him last second with last minute things. We are going to talk some NFL combine. We'll go to the highlights from Coach Campbell speaking to the media, Brad Holmes, the GM. I was looking at the TV schedule. I'll go through that later. I know the Wolverine.com, Anthony Broom and Clayton Safey will join us later this week. From Indy, Jeff Risden from the Lions Wire. Tim Twentyman from DetroitLions.com. It's cool to watch it on TV. It's just the NFL extending their brand. But speaking of the NFL, and we'll have those comments from the highlights from Campbell and Holmes coming up later. And we have our Flying Ace Whiskey, huge question of the day. And I was thinking about this when Superfly and I were talking this morning about the show. Where would the Lions be right now if they never hired Holmes? Because then you never hire Campbell. Where would they be as a franchise? That is our Flying Ace Whiskey. Huge question of the day. You can answer it on the Mercantile Bank listener line at 1 866 838 4843. That's 1 866 838 Huge. At Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. You can also opt in on that huge text chain. Text the word Huge to 21,000. Hey, you gotta love the wings. They're playing out of their mind. How about Aiden Hutchinson hitting the horn to start the game? I think they've outscored opponents 20-6 to when it's been people connected to the Lions when they're hitting the horn. Wings look like a team that could win another cup. They really do. 
And it's not just the fact that they put up a snowman on Washington, a team that's chasing them in the playoff standings. They're deep. They're good. We had Kayser on yesterday. Ken Cal. Knubel last week. They're a legitimate Stanley Cup contender. They are. So we'll talk some hockey. Mike Kimber, Lions Nation Unite, along with Herman Moore. Also chat sports on YouTube. Get an update on the Lions offseason. Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com. Michigan Hoops update. Michigan football. A sad story connected to Michigan football, and we'll talk to Ballas about that. Uh, losing a former player and his family in need. Uh, that story later. Eric at home, NFL.com, insider on the Combine this weekend. And as always, if you want to answer our Flying Ace Whiskey huge question of the day, you can do it. Where would they be? Because I, when I was looking at the dates when everybody was hired, there was a, a national theme that Campbell's inexperience, even we talked about it, people did when they hired him. I'll bring back Jim Caldwell, who up until Campbell was the greatest coach they've had since old school Fonz. You know, if you step back and you look at dates like when Campbell started, before that when Holmes started, when you look at Sheila Hamp and she dropped the hyphen on the Ford family name and went by Sheila Hamp because she understood the temperature in the Lions Nation room when it came to what people were feeling about ownership. And if you look at this franchise right now, top to bottom, on and off the field, your negatives are what? Yeah, they need a shutdown corner or two. Defensive line needs to vastly improve because Hutch is just getting double, triple team chipped. He can't do anything. Well, what are negatives? I don't have a negative with the coaching staff now with the upgrades. They gave Bly a shot. He wasn't ready, and they knew it. The front office is spectacular with acquisitions and drafts. They get four of the top 100 in the draft in Detroit. Try and, try and ask yourself objectively for the Lions fans listening right now, outside of secondary and maybe speed rusher depth on the D-line. Speed rusher opposite Hutch. Where are the weaknesses? You know, one of the comments that we'll play later this hour, Campbell addressed, and this is what I like about him, man. He gets it. He understands that temperature in a room. He knows what the fans are feeling. He knows what his players are feeling. He knows what his coaches are feeling. He talked about that second half in the NFC Championship game, which for me, I still am not over that thing. I'm not. It's still fresh. It's a wound. It seems like it was five months ago, doesn't it? It wasn't even a month ago. 
it seems like it was months ago when it was halftime and I'm on my American Airlines app and I'm booking a trip and I'm going to Vegas to do anywhere from four to seven shows. I'm going to the game. I'm there. Calling buddies in the business. I'll meet you out in Vegas. I'd have access to all the good parties. I'm sitting there. And I watch that second half. And I'm thinking, my Lord. And I still have flashbacks. And I was telling my buddies this last night. I go back to Green Bay blowing that game against San Francisco where the Lions would have had the NFC Championship game at Ford Field. No way on earth they would have lost that game at home. I know Green Bay beat them on Thanksgiving. No way they lose that at home. You're the Packers, you wouldn't be able to hear yourself at all. The tailgate for the NFC Championship game in Detroit would have started three days before, if not earlier. Coulda, woulda, shoulda's. People try and tell me, my buddies last night, you can't live your life looking in the rearview mirror. Well, unfortunately, my rearview mirror is a 110-inch 5K screen. I can't get over leading 24-7 against the Niners in San Francisco. I can't get over the Packers should have put the Niners away in the first half. Well, you got to let it go, Bill. Otherwise, it will eat you up. Yeah, I've lost a kneecap. I've lost a foot. It's eaten me up so much. Mm. And I think with their upgrades and coaches, with what they're going to get in the draft, and we'll see how much they spend in free agency and who they resign. Tell me they're not going to be a better football team this fall. How can you not look at the Lions and think that they will be a better football team, their season, their experience? Another comment we'll play later this hour with Campbell talking about J-Mo expecting more from him. Goff, Gibbs, Montgomery, that line, Laporta, Jamo, St. Brown. What they add? Chip on their shoulder? Oh, yeah, their rearview mirrors are 110 inch screens in 5K. So I want you to answer our. Flying Ace Whiskey, huge question of the day. Where would the Lions be right now if they never hired Holmes, who in turn hires Campbell? So think about that. He went out on a limb on a former Lion, no-name assistant. He then gets rid of Stafford. None of us see the big picture. None of us did. And anybody trying to tell me that you did, you're lying. 
And here they are leading San Francisco 24-7 at halftime in San Francisco in the NFC Championship game. Come on. I was asking people, when should I let this go? They said, tonight, tomorrow morning. I'm like, no. I'll let it go when the Lions get to the Super Bowl this year. That's when I'll let it go. All right? That's when I'll say I'm taking down my rearview mirror. Most cars, you don't need it anymore because you got your little backup camera right there on your dashboard anyway, right? So think about that for a little bit and then let me know. Where would the Lions be if they didn't have or didn't hire Holmes, who in turn hired Campbell? And think about what Holmes did, traded for Goff. The greatest quarterback to ever put on a Lions uniform, Jared Goff. He is the greatest. And I think most of you would agree that's why you're chanting Jared Goff at malls. Bathrooms at nightclubs are chanting Jared Goff. Wings games are chanting Jared Goff. Everywhere you go, they're chanting Jared Goff. The impact of Brad Holmes. Stunning. So join in on the Mercantile Bank Listener Line on 866-838-4843. That's what 866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, the HUGE Show on Facebook. Opted on that HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21,000. I mentioned some of Coach Campbell's comments from yesterday's Q&A with the media. I'll have those in the next segment. Mike Kimber, Lions Nation Unite with Herman Moore. Top of the hour, Holmes and some of his comments to the media. Chris Ballas of the Wolverine.com, Eric Edholm, NFL.com, full show. Superfly Hayes going to work, getting it done. To the callers online, stick around. Michigan will hear you next. From Petoskey to Detroit, this show is huge. Hi, I'm Lauren and I work for Meyer. People ask, why do I shop there? It's because I get everything in one stop. Like this week's hottest deals with buy one, get one for a dollar, four pound bag of navel oranges. And Meyer Wellness Vitamins or Supplements, buy one, get one free. Plus I can save even more with M-Perks, like 10% off my total electronics purchase when I shop in-store or online this week. Meyer has all I need in just one stop. Exclusions apply. See all deals in the Meyer app. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news, press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan. Available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive, boys and girls, high school sports, MHSAA.com. 
TV. That's MHSAA.TV. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. There's a new player in town. Hi, I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro Wide Receiver. And I'm talking about Eagle Casino and Sports, the real money mobile casino. It's so easy to play. You can go from wager to winner to wallet, just like that. Sign up now and we'll match your deposit up to $1,500. Or you can get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan. Made for Michigan. Must be 20 or older in Michigan to play. Huge here for my good friend Drew and the crew at Impact Power Sports. Now, they're located on 14 Mile Road in Rockford, just north of Grand Rapids here on the west side of the state. They are Michigan's newest Yamaha go-to golf cart dealer. Now, if you're looking for a golf cart for the neighborhood, the business, the golf club, maybe that second home or the lake, stop by and see Drew and the crew. They can hook you up today at Impact Power Sports. They also have e-bikes, quads, side-by-side, yard toys for the big boys and the big girls. Anything you need when it comes to power, they have it at Impact Power Sports on 14 Mile Road in Rockford. Also, if you want a shot at winning Lois Browns, Lions Golf Cart, a custom-built Lions Golf Cart, text IMPACT to 21000. That's IMPACT to 21000. And you could win Lomas Brown's Lions Golf Cart this summer from IMPACT Power Sports and The Huge Show. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Some of the singers on the music we bring back, flat out talented. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Put him on a little project today. I thought with Dan Campbell's press conference yesterday at the Combine and Brad Holmes also speaking to the media, they don't do it a lot during the offseason. We would find the highlights and play some of the comments throughout the show today. So Brett popped in early, went to work, got his 12 and a half hours of sleep, and he was good to go. So I'm looking at my computer, and all the comments we're going to play from Dan Campbell are ready. And he walks in, and he hands me some chicken scribble on a piece of paper that I'm supposed to follow along on what each comment is about. I will try to read it and take you through the comments from the Lions head coach. And thank you, Superfly. Your handwriting, I swear to God, nothing against Chinese cursive, but whatever this is, I hope I can read it and entertain the hundreds of thousands of people who listen every day. Good job. It looks good. We got Brad Holmes coming up later. So Campbell stepped to the podium down in Indy, now you get all the NFL media, everybody wanting to talk to Campbell because the Lions are in the penthouse. And Campbell, right out of the gate, took a question and talked about 
the value of being at the combine? For me, it's the uh, um, really the interview process to to get with these guys is what I really look forward to. Um, you know, and and. Because um, you're going to be able to see them work out. You're going to see the uh, the combine, the pro days, the watch the tape. But to be able to just kind of get a feel of their personality, their FBI, the problem solving, uh, things of that nature. That that's the real benefit I know for me. And that was Dan Campbell at the combine. Superfly, well done. Highlight of the question. I delivered it on air. We sound professional right now. Now, the second comment from Campbell, why drafting and developing is the right approach for the Lions. Yeah, I just, look, I think that um, between uh, Brad and myself, the success we've had in places that we've been um, has, has really been that way, and that's that's what it comes from. And you you want to be a good team, you have to draft well, and then you um, um, and then you resign those guys. I mean, that's that that's your core, and and then you find the right pieces of free agents to to fill in with. So. Um, so I just we both believe that, and and um, so I think you got to be careful. You know, you want to go uh, spend top dollar on a free agent that's not your own. Um, you want to know everything about that player before you bring him into your locker room. I mean, you can see the tape, and all these, but whereas your own guys, you pay top dollar for your own guys that are worthy from production because you know everything about them, right? So uh, it's just. It's it's something we believe in. It's something that uh, we're going to continue to to do. Superfly, you're doing a good job the way you set this up. It's really good stuff. It is because I love hearing Campbell. The, you don't get guys at the NFL level, head coaches and GMs, being open. Now we would have just played the audio of the interview, but and for for some unexplained reason on this earth, how many press conferences never have a microphone? for the person asking the question that's at the same level as the person answering the question. And it's the NFL, and they're worth billions. All right, I liked his answer to this question about uh, having his staff back and adding to it. Yeah, it, very meaningful. Uh, you know, the continuity of the staff. I mean, those guys, the core of the staff, no different than the core of the players has been together now since 21. And to me, that's very important. And uh, this is the second year in a row that I didn't think I was going to be able to have them back between he and AG and some of the other coaches, and, and it's worked out. So um, we're, we're fortunate. And, uh, and I just think you're so much further along, you know, with what you do, and you've evolved so much over a three-year period when you're all together. Like, for example, Ben knows exactly what I'm thinking. You know, we're to the point now where he knows exactly what I want, how I think, just like I know how he thinks. Um, and AG and Fip, and so there's so many things that you just you can skip over these steps that have already been done through a three-year period, and you're just so much more efficient, so much better. And it happens with the players too. 
you know, they know what we expect. They know, and, and so now we're out of this, you know, you're out of 101, you're into 401. Um, and and that's the beauty of the continuity of the staff. You know, obviously we added some coaches. Um, you know, I appreciate the guys that were here that, it, you know, it just wasn't able to, it wasn't a fit. And, uh, you know, but to be able to get Terrell Williams, somebody that I've had, uh, I've had experience with, I think he is, he's the best D-line coach in the league. If he's not, he's certainly right up there. Um, I think he knows how to develop. He's got experience in game planning, um, and he's going to be beneficial for our guys up front. Deshae Townsend uh, played a long time, coached a long time. Uh, he's going to be able to deliver exactly what AG wants on the back end. Um, and, and so those guys are going to be vital. And then certainly Jim O'Neill's a def- defensive assistant, has been a coordinator in this league uh, and and has a wealth of experience. So those guys are going to be good for us defensively, really help AG uh, finish the vision of what we're looking for. I love how comfortable Campbell sounds right now because the Lions are they're, they're in the penthouse with the elite in the NFL. And we're taking some of the sound bites from Coach Campbell yesterday at the NFL Combine media get-togethers. We'll have Brad Holmes and his comments coming up later. But uh, this also was uh, Coach uh, in terms of uh, talking about the impact of Reeves Mabin uh, staying in Detroit. Yeah, listen, I think it's huge. Uh, and and Jerm was one of those guys that, that he was a core player for us, and and he's the best special teams player in the league. And to be able to get him back again, you know, he was somebody who was here in 21, um, and then he was a free agent, goes to Houston, and then be able to get him back again uh, last year in the production he had, all that he could bring for us uh, as a core player, but also also defensively, there's things he can do on defense for us, plays in dime, helps in third down, can rush, can cover. Uh, but to be able to get him re-signed was huge. And uh, he's a vital part of what we do. He is part of the foundation, in my opinion. Dan Campbell, comments from the NFL Combine yesterday in Indy. Superfly Hayes, producer extraordinaire for the Huge Show, putting all these uh, sound bites together. Uh, this is one that I don't think enough people have talked about it. From Campbell yesterday. He talks about blowing that halftime lead and some of the game management, time management uh, decisions in that NFC championship debacle out west. I mean, I, I would say, look, you're always going to, like for me, I'm always going to look back and reflect on every game that happens. And particularly the losses, you know, those are, um, those always hurt worse. And uh, my job is to, if I can alleviate pressure, where do I do that? Where do I give our team the best chance to win? Um, you know, the only thing that if I could go back that I felt greedy on was at the very end of the game. And instead of just deciding what we're going to do on fourth down, uh, to hold the timeout, you can run it. You're, you know, you do it on third down, and and I should have waited till fourth, you know. And at least you score, you hold on to that last timeout. But I, you know, I, I did. I, I got a little bit. I, I thought we were going to just pop the run, and uh, you know. But hindsight, if the smarter thing is to, you know, you throw it, and at least you know the clock stops or you score, and you hold the timeout for one more chance for another opportunity. So he didn't say anything about the two field goals, that he would have done it any differently. Not kicking the two field goals. I disagree with that, but he's a coach. He's a boss, and like I said, the Lions are 
among the elite in the NFL right now. Campbell, in talking in the Q&A with the media in Indy yesterday at the Combine, talked about his success and the impact on other people. Well, look, I would say that Antonio did a good job over there. I mean, so that, that, that speaks for him. Um, you know, it's not an easy situation. I've been in that as an interim. And to take over and, you know, you're trying to do it your way, but you're trying to keep it afloat. So, um, but I thought he did a tremendous job. He earned that. He earned another opportunity. So, you know, I, I'm sure I am I am part of that as far as not that, but just the, hey, maybe there is a thing with the ex-players. But but I think those guys have done a good job. D'Amico's done a good job. He's earned that. So um, I just bring it up again. You can find good coaches that are ex-players and coaches who have never played the game at, at the NFL level. You can. So um, they're out there. You just got to find them. More from Coach Campbell on the importance of a well-rounded Lions team. Brad and I both believe that depth is important. Depth is very important, more so than maybe the, you know, you know, this is the guy, you can check the box, true starter, but then you've got nobody else to follow. We would rather have the depth um, because this league, everybody gets hurt. That's just the nature of it. We, we've gone through it for three years. Um, but it's very important to us, and they got to be the right guys, and they got to be players that do they they fit a certain role speaking of players that fit a certain role hooker will be uh, the backup QB coming off the knee injury at the end of his career at Tennessee and coach Campbell yesterday in India at the combine uh, talked about the progress of the Lions new backup QB I would say it's hard because you know he was coming off the injury he didn't get to play um, but he got a ton of by the end of the year call it uh, you know probably four months not four months three months somewhere there of practice time and did a lot of the scout team learned from Teddy Bridgewater Jared Goff um, and and so seven on seven a few team reps you know good on good and and the best I can tell you is there's growth we saw growth and that's encouraging that's all we can ask at this point so I don't think we entirely know what he is yet there's not enough evidence but I know this we saw progress and that's that's what we're looking for and the one thing that the entire Lions front office coaches uh, do down in India is they sit down and they talk to almost every player at the combine at least players that are on their radar and those and art and a reporter yesterday uh, asked Coach Campbell about uh, what type of questions do you ask players? Yeah, I, well, I, I would say uh, um, there is, yeah, there's some ad lib. You know, there's, and I can't say that you're using the same ad lib questions for every player, but I think more importantly, you want to know what happens if you throw a wrench into the cog, you know, how they how they handle that, um, I think, you know, helps a little bit. Look, I, I bring this up every time. So much about this process, this time of year, you know, we only get 20 minutes for them. And then even in the informals, too, you don't – so you only have so much time. But what you can do is eliminate the guys that you know, man, this guy's got it. You know, like Jack Campbell, we mentioned last year, we, we knew within 15, 20 minutes, okay, he, he can figure ball out and he loves ball. He knows it. 
you know, he can problem solve. So you can check him off the box. Let's go on to the next one. And so just to be able to chalk, check some of these guys off, like, okay, we know these guys got it. They understand it, man. There's something about them mentally. And that way you can start focusing on the other. You like the tape, but, man, how, what is the FBI really? Do we really know? Um, and so that's why this is, this is vital. Coach Campbell, this is another interesting question and also answer coming up from uh, Coach. What can be gained from the season-ending loss at San Francisco? What can be gained? No, I, I think that um, absolutely I think we can benefit from it. Like to me, you should benefit from every loss. You know, I, I think that if if the losses are they don't motivate you to not lose again and and for sure lose to not lose an NFC championship game, then something's wrong. Um, like to me that's that's the ultimate. I mean you, you just don't want to have that feeling anymore. Like you should do whatever it takes not to not to want to feel that. So so you absolutely would benefit from that. Full season for J-Mo, a wide receiver for the Lions. His importance and impact uh, on that team. Campbell had an answer yesterday. Yeah, he's, he progressed. And, uh, you know, when he was able to come back off, um, when we got him, you know, what a week four of the season after the, you know, he had the suspension. Um, and all we asked of him was growth. Just get better. Just get a little bit better. And just become one of the guys, somebody that we can rely on in this offense. Just do your job. And that's exactly what he did. And you can see by the end of the year, we really felt like he started to come into his own. And, He's he is going to push to be a full time starter now, and that's that's what we're looking for. And we said it before; everybody grows at a different rate, and um, and maybe it's taken him a little bit longer, but he is developing and he's growing, and he is certainly one of the team. You know, the kid. Um, kids come on so we, we got high hopes for him we see him continuing to grow as long as he gets back uh, and puts the work in like like we believe he will because he's shown that um, he's only going to get better and better and better all right from JMO uh, back to the coaching staff he had more commentary about Ben Johnson I, I really didn't know you know I here's what I know about Ben like Ben's not um when when Ben is focused on on this, he's focused on this, and nothing's going to move that for him. And so once you know, once this item is done, he can close it. Then he'll move on to the next one. So um, you know, I, I don't know the whole interview process, all those, but I know this: his his whole focus was on helping us win, and it wasn't about preparing for interviews. Um, and so I guess you, you just never know how they're going to play out um you know I, I know this he's he's more than capable of being a head coach he's qualified um by the way people have hired in this league before he's more than qualified and, and but i here's what i love about ben ben's not going to do anything that he doesn't want to do that he really wants to do or that he doesn't feel like he's ready for so i'm glad we got him back he's one of us Final comment uh, from Coach Campbell yesterday at the NFL Combine Q&A with the media. Uh, He answered the question, what about Jared Goff as a leader? 
Yeah, yeah. I, I don't look, and I get it because it hasn't happened yet. I mean, just people saying that, but but I don't get it because, um, I mean, take the NFC Championship game. I thought he played good game for us. Uh, you know, he gave us a chance to win that, and and I just feel like, man, since he's been here, I've seen a I've seen a quarterback who's gotten better and better and better and has grown every year, and I would say who's gotten better under pressure every year and really just rise to the challenge. Um, and he's more and more confident. He's more comfortable. Um, so I've said this before. To me, Jared Goff is a winning quarterback. You can win. You can win in this league with that guy. And uh, you can't say that for a lot of guys. So I'm glad that he's here. I'm glad he's he's ours. And uh, and you could argue he's grown more than a lot of players we've had. People don't maybe don't always see that, but he really has, man. For a guy who's been in this league a little bit but has continued to improve, uh, it's credit to him. And that's Dan Campbell at the NFL Combine Q&A yesterday down in Indy. We'll have comments from Brad Holmes, the Lions GM, coming up later. Really good stuff. I He's a straight shooter, man. I, I can just hear listening long form to Campbell why the assistants and the players and the front office and now the fans love him. He's honest. He tells you what he's feeling. And I think when you know where you stand with people, it's a better relationship. Good stuff, Superfly, uh, breaking down that audio uh, from Indy. We do have our Flying Ace Whiskey huge question of the day. Where would the Lions be if they never hired Holmes and Campbell? You can answer that question on the Mercantile Bank listener line, one 838 4843 That's 1-866-838-HUGE. At HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show. On Facebook, and also opt in on that huge text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. Everything HUGE 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Imagine this, a day filled with indulgence, bursting with excitement, and packed with extraordinary moments that build memories to last a lifetime. A day that is unmistakably yours, at the place that is undeniably spectacular. Whether you're winning big, dining lavishly, or relaxing oh so comfortably, it's your getaway reimagined at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Van Andel Institute Purple Community is a grassroots fundraising network powered by the dedicated volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve human health now and in the future. When you raise funds through the Van Andel Institute Purple Community, 100% of the proceeds go directly to the Institute's research into diseases like cancer and Parkinson's, as well as VAI science education programs. Learn how you can get involved at purplecommunity.org. Mercantile Bank is committed to delivering financial solutions that empower businesses to achieve their goals. We take time to understand you and what makes your business unique. From commercial and business banking to treasury and HCM tools, our local team is here to help you take your business to the next level. So when you need a financial partner, Merck is here. To learn more, visit us online at MerckBank.com business. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Bill Simonson here for Flying Ace Craft Spirits. You can chart your own course with small batch American-made whiskeys. 
And also, they're connected to Folds of Honor here in Michigan, providing four scholarships this year through Flying Ace Craft Spirits to the children of men and women injured or killed in combat. Look for Flying Ace Craft Spirits in that small batch American-made whiskeys in different flavors at local stores or ask for it at your local pub, bar, or restaurant. Flying Ace exists at the intersection of independence and precision. They distill fine spirits for mavericks, the adventurous, the cunning, and the bold. You can find out more and also order online if you're 21 and up at flyingaspirits.com or look for it in stores all across Michigan or at your local bar, pub, or restaurant. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. show is back live across michigan the only show that people have a voice for all about huge opinions big name guests superfly hayes he is our executive producer wednesdays presented by the michigan high school athletic association i'll be checking out grand rapids forest hills eastern ionia boys district play tonight at seven and i own high school i own i own so i got Boys district action happening this week. Girls districts open up next week. Go to MHSAA.com. You got the individual wrestling finals at Ford Field this weekend for the boys and the girls. Hockey playoffs continue. MHSAA.com at MHSAA on Twitter. MHSAA on Facebook. And if you want to watch live and on-demand boys and girls high school sports, Go to MHSAA.com. That is MHSAA.com. Mike Kimber from Lions Nation Unite with Herman Moore. He'll join us coming up in about 10 minutes. I'll also drop a huge opinion when we start next hour, Superfly. The National Football League Players Association, their union, released their grades on NFL franchises on their coaches, on their locker rooms, on how they treat their families, on coaches, I you know, assistant coaches, strength coaches. To me, I'm thinking these dudes make millions. And why is this made public? Why are you going to call out franchises that are paying billions in contracts? Oh, they don't treat the families the right way. It's crazy. Why, why even do that? You sound like rich, pampered, spoiled brats. Yeah, and I get unions. I'm a union supporter for hardworking men and women that need a union so they're not ripped off by the corporate world. But the unions for pro sports, most of them stink. They don't have a clue. Why would you release a public grading on everything connected to an NFL franchise? Why? Because you think you carry all the power? 
So if I'm the owners, how would you like them to release grades top to bottom on a player on how he interacts with employees? Is he on time? Does he pick up his plate when he's done eating? Does he tip the clubhouse or locker room workers? Yeah, I think, you know what, the NFL should fire back with their own poll on every player and grade them on things that have nothing to do with football. God, that thing just, it, it's, it just smells of arrogance. Oh, yeah, well, this coach got an A+, plus. this coach got an A-. minus. Oh, yeah, let's, well, let's let the players run the entire thing. They don't invest any money. Uh, yeah, I get they play, but they get paid pretty darn well and treated like kings, and they fly on private planes, and they have cooks. Somebody complained that the food wasn't being served 24-7. Oh, my God. Yeah, come on, NFL. Release grades top to bottom on everything players do when they're on your property. I'd love to see that away from the games. My Lord. Again, I'm pro-union for men and women that need protection. Sports unions can kiss my rear. 24-7, everything you need is at thehugeshow.net. Big. Bad. Huge. The following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Wednesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can follow everything about high school sports 24-7 at MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. Wednesdays on the Huge Show are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Back live across Michigan. Wednesday broadcast, Superfly Hayes, our executive producer. NFL scouting combine conversation. We talked about the wings. What I see, are they 16-4-1 since January 1st? I think I saw that number on Twitter. 16-4-1. And and the Grand Rapids Griffins Wings top farm affiliate in the AHL. They're 11-0-2-2 in their last 15, and they're playing tonight in downtown GR. And the Wings got a huge win last night. Put up a snowman. Superfly and myself were just working off a of Rory McElroy swing adjustment during the last break. Yeah, why not? Rory, Superfly, myself, we all have the same golf swings. So yesterday morning I'm golfing and it's 72 degrees when I finish. The wind chill when I got out of my truck to come to work had to be close to like five. Pure Michigan. It's fantastic. Also, Superfly's upset that I'm making him walk in the cold and go get me a Diet Coke with a splash of lemonade. Thank you for going to get me a Diet Coke with a splash of lemonade. 
you offered. You didn't have to do it, and I'm touched by your generosity. Inside this hour, Mike Kimber, part of Herman Moore's Lions Nation Unite. He'll join us. We'll get his thoughts on the offseason away from the Combine this weekend. Then we'll have comments from Brad Holmes, who spoke to the media yesterday about the Lions, about the Combine, about last season, and about free agency and their future. That will be within a half hour. Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com with the latest on Michigan football and basketball. And Eric Edholm, NFL.com. Columnist insider on the Combine this weekend, Tim McCullough, the fun governor from the Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. He will join us. You can answer our Flying Ace Whiskey huge question of the day. Where would the Lions be right now if they never hired Holmes as GM and Campbell as head coach? I'm just curious. You can answer that question at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That's on the Mercantile Bank listener line. Mercantile Bank with locations all across Michigan because they are a Michigan-based bank. You can check in at Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. I think Mike Kimber, Micro Mike, Chat Sports YouTube, also part of Herman Moore's Lions Nation Unite. Get his thoughts on the Lions offseason because they're going to get through the combine this weekend, break it down, and there's already conversations. Reeves Maven, they got back at a good price, great special teams player, pro bowler. Now what will Holmes do? He said he's not going to spend money. They're big on developing, drafting, developing, re-signing, but they're also a team that was, you know, quarter away, maybe at least a half away from winning the NFC. Can you stand pat and step back with the Lions fan base that now wants the next move, which would be to win the NFC and get to a Super Bowl uh, Mike Kimber joins us on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. How you doing, my man? I am doing great and getting ready for the NFL Combine here coming up shortly. Yeah, it's it's fun to watch. I checked the schedule today to make sure, you know, the times and everything with the NFL Network and what I want to see uh, this weekend. And I, I really love uh, the way Holmes and Campbell, and we played some of Campbell's sound bites last hour, just how comfortable they sound right now in speaking about the Lions. And that's why, as I said, coming into you, Michael, that, you know, I, I get they don't want to go spend big. They want to draft, develop, re-sign, and re-signing should include, even though they didn't draft, uh, Goff, Sewell, St. Brown. But when you're a player or two away, possibly, from being the best team in the NFL, the big question is, can they afford not to be active on the top side or big money side of free agency? Yeah, that's going to be the big question coming up here starting soon. The Lions got $57 million in cap space, and they have the ability to sign players that are free agents from other football teams. And the question will be is what players gets franchised, who can they look at, 
to upgrade a position, say edge and or cornerback. But with, like they were saying, the Detroit Lions are going to spend this money re-signing their own guys. But I do expect them to get a player or two that potentially could be starter on defense. Again, corner or edge. I know they say we're not just a player away. You don't win in March. You win in December, and that's 100% true. But also talent kind of disrupts that. And if you have a talented player in free agency that can help this team immediately, you go do that. And there's players out there that can be done. I think the Lions will do that. Yeah, and, and Holmes and Campbell aren't going to sit there and give their off-season strategy to Q&As with the media or a one-on-one story to a Detroit paper or blogger. That's not going to happen. They're not going to show exactly what they're going to do. It's kind of like trading Stafford. Nobody ever saw that coming. Nobody. Nobody. That's what a competent general manager and a competent front office does is they don't give out ideas of what they're going to do. And Brad Holmes is very strategic in this. It's very difficult to see the direction that he's going to go. He may trade up. He may trade down. He may take a running back. You don't know what he's going to do. And that's what a good general manager does. Generally speaking, if you know what the team is going to draft, that's not good because other teams are going to know that as well. So you got to be very strategic. Yeah, you got to kind of put out white lies, whatever you can to deflect to get the player that you covet. Yeah, because looking at some of the uh, mock drafts I've seen, uh, the Lions corner or D-line, seeing the latest two from CBS, Byron Murphy, who's a great defensive lineman out of Texas, and Cooper DeJean uh, from Iowa, solid corner. So, it seems to be that every single uh, mock draft has a corner or a defensive lineman in round one for the Lions. And it makes perfect sense because we need help at the cornerback position and we need help on the interior of the defensive line. And there's a, there's a lot of quality cornerbacks that's probably going to be available at pick 29. Mel Kuyper just came out with the draft today for TJ Tampa at 29. I, I think that's a player you could probably trade back from, but Kool-Aid McKinstry, young cornerback who is six, 195 pounds from Alabama. You know that they love Alabama. They, they draft players from their physical corner. That is a legit target for the Detroit Lions. The question will be, will there be a run at corner? If there is a run, you may have to trade up and get it. But I, I think he's a legit target. I think you're going to look at a lot of these corners. TJ Tampa as well. Quinn Young Mitchell would be a great pick for the Lions. But we just got to find out, will they actually be there at pick 29? And if, if the top corners are gone, just like you said, you go ahead and go the interior of the defensive line. You can go edge with Darius Robinson. There's going to be players there. Byron Murphy, who I absolutely love, would be a, a great selection for Detroit. And if you look at Brad Holmes, they're BPA. But you can get a situation where BPA matches position of need. If that occurs, that's killing two birds with one stone. And Byron Murphy and Kool-Aid and all these guys could be available for the Lions to select at 29. Yeah, depending on the draft you look at, that run on corners really starts around 20, which the Lions do have that extra pick if there is somebody they covet, like Kool-Aid McKinstry and one goes 20 uh, to the Steelers, goes 29 to the Lions and the other one. Uh, Quenyon Mitchell, who had an outstanding senior bowl week out of Toledo, a guy that could have played for uh, bigger schools, chose to go to Toledo. Uh, he's right there with McKinstry on who will be one and two, and when will that uh, run begin? And then your homes, and you're evaluating top-level free agents, mid-level, guys who can fill roster spots. Uh, who would be some targets that, you know, free agency were – uh, two weeks away, basically, on that when 
teams can start uh, signing, announcing the legal tampering, they call it, uh, period. Who, who are some possible names, you think, that could end up in a Lions uniform? Well, first off, we're probably going to sign a lot of our guys back, like a Graham Glasgow, and I think that's going to be a priority there for free agency. But there is some corners that they can look at there. Fuller would be a good option as well. Jalen Johnson from the Chicago Bears. He is a, a really good cornerback who gets turnovers and they gave him an option to seek a trade last year. So if he hits the free agent market, that could be a legit option for the Lions. He can come in here and be a number one right away. And he is exactly what Aaron Glenn likes, a, a guy that's competing for the football at the corner position. He'd fit well. So those would be the targets from the cornerback position. I'd love for the Detroit Lions to get. Obviously, for Edge, you could look at A.J. Epinesa. He's a free agent. It wouldn't cost a lot, and I liked him coming out of the draft. You can get bigger there at Josh Allen and or a Daniil Hunter. There's Jadavion Clown, he's a free agent. So there's a lot of free agents at the corner in the edge position that the Lions could target. It may not happen the first day, but I would expect within 24 hours of the tampering period that they got a deal done with a corner and or a edge in free agency that would be an upgrade and not just a role player. What do you think will be the biggest surprise of this offseason from this point moving forward? Mike Kimber, uh, he is Micro Mike Chat Sports YouTube also part of Herman Moore's Lions Nation Unite. From this point moving forward, really, which would be probably through the draft, what do you think will be the biggest move by Holmes? You know, honestly, I think they re-signed Jared Goff. I think that ends the talk about will he come back? Is he going to play on a one-year deal? I think they would like to get the deal done. That would be a big thing for the Lions. They can open up cap space as well. Maybe do a five-year deal or a four added on with the one that he's got left. I think that would be the biggest move, and it ends the conversation at the quarterback position because there's a lot of talk about should we trade Hennon Hooker? Should the Lions look at a quarterback? I think that would pretty much end it right then and there. So to me, that would be a big move, and it sends a signal that we got our quarterback, we support our guy going forward in this up-and-coming season. Yeah, and you got St. Brown, you got Sewell. Sewell could be a deal that uh, gets done next year. I'm telling you, from the confidence and calmness in the voice of Campbell, same thing uh, with Brad Holmes, the Lions GM, and we'll have some of his comments coming up here at the bottom of the hour from yesterday's Q&A with the media. They're there. They're they're in that elite category in the NFL. And I have never trusted ownership, front office, and coaches like I do this current group in Detroit ever in my life as a Lions fan. They should be confident. Last year when they took the draft of getting Jameer Gibbs and Jack Campbell – they were destroyed by the media, and everybody said it was a horrible draft. It ends up being the best draft in all of the NFL. And when your ability to find players and talent in any spot of a draft, first round through seventh round undrafted, you should have that confidence. And I think they're going to go in this draft and do what they continue to do. Best player available, regardless of what Todd McShay or Mel Kuyper or anyone else thinks, they're going to build this team the right way in getting players that fit Dan Campbell and Brad Holmes type of player, physical guy who loves football, who's going to give 110% effort, and it's going to help this team win immediately. So what they have done so far three years with this regime, they should be 100% confident. Brad Holmes is executive of the year, and he has shown he knows how to evaluate talent, find talent, 
keep that up, and this team is going to be good for many, many years. Yeah, and Dan Campbell should have been uh, NFL Coach of the Year. One final thought before I let you go, Michael. In one of the comments I played from Campbell in hour one, uh, he talked about that they're expecting J-Mo to go next level, which would become you know, an all-pro type level receiver. Your thoughts on what this fall could be like for J-Mo in that Ben Johnson offense? He is my breakout player of this up-and-coming season is Jamison Williams. If you look at his growth through each game this last season, it was a, it was big growth every single game. His route running is now becoming very crisp. He's physical with the football. He attacks the football. You already know he's good at blocking, and now he can hit the middle of the field as well as deep threat. I think exactly he's going to have a breakout campaign. He'll be the number two. And Jared Goff and him are starting to get on the same page. It takes a little bit of time sometimes for a wide receiver and a quarterback to to be connected, but you've seen it. It is now happening, and you're going to see a Jamison Williams, if he stays healthy throughout the season, he's going to have a breakout campaign. I could see him get over 1,000 yards, and Amon Ross St. Brown still doing really well. Jamison Williams, and, and when it comes to our offensive coordinator, Ben Johnson, is going to be used all over this offense. We've seen it. He can go in the running back position. He can play in the slot. He can play in the outside. Ben Johnson's going to have fun with this young man. Mike Kimber, we have fun with him. Uh, Chad Sports, Micro Mike on YouTube. Also, uh, he is part of Herman Moore's Lions Nation Unite. Look for them, uh, Facebook, Twitter, social networks, and also on YouTube. Mike, good stuff. We'll talk soon. Awesome. Thank you. One pride. All right. Mike Kimber checking in on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. Lions GM Brad Holmes and some of his comments from the Q&A with the media yesterday on where the Lions are at from last season to the Combine to free agency to 2024 to the NFL draft in Detroit. Don't forget with Bull Rush Sports on Thursday of draft weekend, I'll be live in Detroit with Bull Rush Sports. They'll be having their round one NFL draft watch party in the huge show. Proud to be there with our friends from Copper Craft Distillery. If you want to join in, we have our Flying Ace Whiskey. Huge question of the day. Where would the Lions be today if they never hired Holmes and Campbell? You can answer that question at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That's on the Mercantile Bank listener line at HUGE Show on Twitter, the HUGE Show on Facebook, and opt in on that HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. From St. Joseph to Midland, this show is huge. Hi, I'm Lauren and I work for Meyer. People ask, why do I shop there? It's because I get everything in one stop. Like this week's hottest deals with buy one, get one for a dollar, four pound bag of navel oranges. And Meyer wellness vitamins or supplements, buy one, get one free. Plus, I can save even more with M-Perks, like 10% off my total electronics purchase when I shop in-store or online this week. Meyer has all I need in just one stop. Exclusions apply. See all deals in the Meyer app. Bill Simonson here for my good friend Josh Garvey. Now, he's a managing shareholder at Dorn Mayhew's Grand Rapids office. Their world headquarters are in Troy, Michigan, on the east side of the state, and they have locations all around the world. They have over 550 motivated accounting professionals, 90 years in business, and I mentioned the 10 offices worldwide. 
So if you want to connect and partner with one of the top CPA, accounting, and business firms in the world, they're right here in Michigan. Dorn Mayhew's Troy office on the east side of the state, and Josh Garvey is a managing shareholder for their Dorn Mayhew GR office. Right there by the S-curve, you'll see the new Dorn Mayhew sign. You can find out more. Just Google Dorn Mayhew. That's D-O-E-R-E-N-M-A-Y-H-E-W or Dorn.com. They're one of America's and the world's top CPA accounting and business firms. They're Dorn Mayhew. We play for the thrill. That rush you feel with the game on the line. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro Wide Receiver. Now, with Eagle Casino and Sports, the new sportsbook app from Soren Eagle, anywhere I'm at, I'm still in the game. Sign up now and get up to $1,000. That's right, up to $1,000 for a risk-free bet on your next favorite underdog parlay or prop. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Make sure you listen weekly to our Moving Ferris Forward interviews with Ferris President Bill Pink and other leaders who are moving Ferris forward. Find out more about Big Rapids and Ferris and what they have to offer at ferris.edu. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. A stellar job of producing the show today. One of the best in the business. We'll get the comments from Brad Holmes' Q&A, the Lions GM, and the NFL Combine yesterday down in Indy. Chris Ballas of the Wolverine.com and Michigan Football and Basketball. In about 40 minutes, Eric Edholm, NFL.com on this weekend's Combine Down in Indiana. We also have our Flying Ace Whiskey, huge question of the day that you can answer. Simple and easy. Where would the Lions be today if they never hired Holmes and Campbell? You can join us at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE on the Mercantile bank listener line i was really impressed i listened to both interviews in their entirety campbell and holmes from yesterday uh, with the media at the combine i thought you know what i want the audience uh to hear not little snippets but exactly what uh holmes and campbell had to say we did campbell about an hour ago so the first comment from Holmes was in regards to working with the Rams and how it helped with his approach to the offseason and free agency. Yeah, that's a really good question because uh, me and uh, our assistant general manager, Ray Agnew, we were both with Les, and uh, and he was actually a more integral point uh, person in the free agency process because of his role as a director of pro scouting at the time. But uh, we talk about how, you know, 
when Les first got there in 2012, um, you know, obviously he drafted for a lot of years and, you know, you're attacking every single position in free agency. You know, you're trying to build the roster. And when me and Ray got here in 21, uh, we were, had to take the same approach. But, you know, as you kind of build the roster and get more stronger in certain areas, um, your, your, your process alters a little bit because you can be a little bit more. We've always been strategic and selective, but you can even be more selective than you have in the past. So, um, you know, we're, we're, we're not quite there uh, yet where, where less than the Rams are, um, you know, where he really started to be very, very um, – very uh, selective there, but uh, me and Ray were just talking about that. We are we are getting there. We're getting closer. That's Lions GM Brad Holmes talking to the media yesterday at the Combine down in Indy. Next comment in regards to positions that stick out to Holmes when drafting. Yeah, uh, you know, I'll probably know a little bit more deeper as we get uh, in, in March. Uh, I will say I've the work that we've done so far, I think if, you know, if you're picking, if you're picking high in the draft, I think you're going to get a really good football player. Um, but you know, I think like what we're picking at, um, you can still get a really good player too. Um, and and we're excited about that. But in terms of positions, that I think we're strong or um, are deep. Um, I have an idea, but I'll keep those to the vest. And Holmes and I talked about this yesterday on the show. His comment about the importance of bringing players back this. Drafting, developing, and re-signing uh, when it comes to the Lions. Yeah, I mean, my evaluation on him was um, exactly what he did this year. Um, I, I do think he's got a lot of meat on the bone as well. I think he's a. I think I said it at at nauseum. He's a he's a multifaceted, explosive weapon that, that can do a lot of different things. He's electric. Uh, I believe he's a game breaker. And I think early on, um, you know, he, he's he's so conscientious and prideful. And I thought this was a real credit to him. He actually recognized that. He was going a little too fast, and and early on he was going to. He was he's such a fast, and explosive player. You know, he was almost going too fast, and once he kind of caught up to the speed of the game and realized, you know what, I know I'm fast. I trust my speed. I know I'm I'm explosive. I don't need to go but so fast. And so then that's why I think his vision started to get a lot better. We never really had any concerns about his vision, but uh, once he figured out the speed of which he needed to play and got up to that speed, uh, he became the player that we thought we were going to get. And again, I think he's got a whole lot more left in the tank. And that actually is about J-Mo. I hit the wrong button and his evaluation of last season for J-Mo and what he expected for this year. This was the comment about the importance of drafting, developing, and re-signing Lions players. Yeah, well, Dave, really, you know them. And, you know, it's not just, oh, you drafted them and you know them, so even if they're not performing well and they're not meeting expectations, uh, that you just keep them. No, it's that, you know, you try your best to acquire the best players, I mean, acquire the right players through the draft, and, um, and hopefully the goal is to developed and then you know once they reach a point where they're eligible to resign and you resign me you feel really really good about it and that kind of brings back into the free agency aspect of that's why we all talk about how selective and strategic we do have to be in free agency because 
you don't really know these players. You know, you you see what you see on film, but like I've told all of y'all, that's that's the easy, coherent part. You know, can a guy come off the floor? Oh, okay, that's that's easy, but you don't really know them, know them, and so um, that's why you got to be real careful. But when you draft and you know your own guys, you feel a lot more comfortable. And that's Lions GM Brad Holmes with the media yesterday at the Combine down in Indy. He also had some interesting comments about Michigan having 18 players, a record invited to the Combine. Uh, I don't know if it's developmental program. Um, the, they just have a long-standing tradition, history of uh, producing really good football players, and um, that's a credit to um, the coaches that they've had and the type of players that they get. Uh, obviously, it's, it, it's right down the road, so we get um, we get a lot of good exposure to, to those players. But um, you know, with a lot of those guys to come out, um, you kind of have a sense. You kind of know what you're getting, um, and you know, you do your due diligence on all of them. And I'm not saying that they're all the same, but uh, they've, they've done a really good job. And I'll say we're, we're pretty fortunate to be right down the road from a program just like that. Uh, Holmes did go on to talk about what he called the process. Yeah, uh, well, the first part is uh, I'm, a, I'm a firm believer in uh, surrendering the results to the process. So the process will always be numero uno. Uh, I, I think once you start kind of relishing in your achievements, um, you know, I think that's when you can start, you know, uh, you could tend to maybe take your foot off the gas and you can get yourself in big trouble. So um, I do think this league is too hard to ever let your foot off the gas. Um, I've always said at length, no matter how good we get as a team, no matter how good our roster is going to get, we're always going to take this same process and keep our foot on the gas to to, to, to be to improve as much as we can. Um, just to your, your second part of the question, uh, it, it means a lot to me just because uh, I, I look at the people that came before me and uh, I believe that uh, it's a responsibility that, that that's owed and you want to set the right example you want to make sure the opportunities are laid for people that's coming behind you Lions GM Brad Holmes yesterday down in Indy with the media he also had about a 90 second comment about new D-line coach Terrell Williams yeah Terrell he's um you know so Terrell he I want to say that was his first position coach job um he, he might have been a ga at east carolina we got done playing and so i believe a&t might have been his first position coach job but uh terrell man he's a he's a great teacher uh he's a straight shooter he's really the first coach that really you know taught me the nuances of um achieving what you want to achieve on the field behind the scenes he's the one that used to bring me in and sit me down and watch tape with me all summer and kind of learn those ins and outs and developing a relationship so you know you can build that trust with the coach and then um when you know he was a great coach in terms of um holding us accountable and so you built that trust and when we didn't do the right thing he held us accountable and <laughs> we, we we didn't like it all the time but uh he's an excellent teacher i'm not surprised at the success that he's had um you know even when i was a young scout uh he was in the college ranks um i want to say um he was at purdue for a while um and he produced a lot of good defensive linemen out there at, at coming out of purdue at that time and i believe i was a combine scout at the time and that's when i really knew like okay i knew that you were always a good coach but when he was producing all those defensive linemen out of purdue i was like okay you, this guy's cooking with gas but uh not surprised um very happy obviously you know him being my d-line coach in college is not why he's here he's here because of his body of work 
Lions GM Brad Holmes Q&A with the media yesterday down in Indiana. He also talked about the excitement of drafting and moving up and down. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I view it a lot like uh, last year in the draft. We we had those we had those two twos uh, kind of in the middle right there last year in the draft, and I, I was really excited about having those two twos this year because in exactly kind of what we did, you know, you never know how it's going to pan out, but you know, being able to use one to move up and you know get a Brian Branch and you got the other one to kind of move down and collect more assets and, you know, eventually, you know, get in position to get a hand in hooker. So, um, so that the spot that we're in, um, it is exciting to have that flexibility because a lot of things can, can happen uh, when you're sitting back there. But again, I'm, I'm excited about being in that position. Um, it's kind of, uh, it's not, I don't want to paint this as pressure, but you know, you're kind of out of the, the top 10 beauty pageant, you know, and you're just kind of like, look, man, let's just find the best football player. Holmes also talked about cognitive testing in terms of its impact with players. Whenever you're making an investment, you you want the most information as possible uh, to make, you know, you feel good that you're making a sound decision. Uh, and when you have less information, uh, you might be a little more hesitant on pulling the trigger on making that investment. But with all that said, um, you know, the representatives and the players, uh, they're, they're entitled to their own, you know, um, you know, choices and, and decisions. So um, they, they have freedom to, to do what they want to do. But on our side, yeah, obviously, you know, like to have the more information. Holmes has told everybody he takes a lot of pride from developing from within, and he answered that question yesterday at the combine. Yeah, yeah, um, you, you, you definitely. It, it's always uh, it's a, it's an advantage of when you can kind of keep it in house and uh, promote from within. Um, but you know, sometimes you know, guys like um, Lance Newbart that had over twenty five years of experience. Um, you know, those, those you, you might not have that in house. Um, you know, we 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 have a relatively younger you know crew, and and those guys, they're a hardworking crew that they have a lot of upside, and they're 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 very talented as well. But you know, um, sometimes you do might have to look you know externally, um, and you know, but we'll just make sure that we do our, our due diligence and um, we'll make the best decision. But yeah, it is a lot. Kind of like roster building is about, you know, drafting and signing your own and, you know, those guys. And if you want to promote within and we, we have a good development system in-house uh, currently. But, um, you know, we'll make the best decision going forward. Lions GM Brad Holmes yesterday. Some really good stuff uh, from Campbell and Holmes compared to what you get from other uh, NFL GMs and head coaches. Uh, his final uh, response was in regards to a. Uh, Lions franchise plan for the upcoming draft in Detroit. Yeah, you know, we, we have plans in place. Um, you know, we're, we're, like I said, we're aligned in what we're going to do. Um, obviously, there's that um, unknown and the, the the future and the unforeseen. So, um, it, but I think we've done a lot of work uh, already to be ready to adjust for uh, potentially the unknown and if it takes a pivot here here or there. But um, so can't make any guarantees if it's going to be um, at a certain time point. But we're just going to be um, as smart as we can be and as sound as we can be in our decision making. Yeah, good stuff uh, from Holmes and Campbell. Well done, Superfly Hayes. Thanks for breaking down uh, that audio. And if you missed it, it will be uh, in the podcast from today's show. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts. Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com on Michigan football and basketball 
in less than 25 minutes. Eric Edholm from NFL.com on the Combine. And also, your thoughts on our Flying Ace Whiskey huge question of the day. Where would the Lions be if they never hired Holmes and Campbell? You can join us on the Mercantile Bank listener line, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Also, you can join all the brands Steakhouse and Grills twice every day for happy hours. Two happy hours every day of the week. That's 14 happy hours, 3 until 6 p.m. and 9 until midnight at all brands Steakhouse and Grills in Michigan. You'll find the brands in Bay City, brands in Caledonia, brands in Holland, Johnny Brands in Granville, Johnny Brands on Leonard in downtown GR. Also, Liz Brands, Stegaheis, Sean Stegaheis have the brands in Wyoming, 44th in Division. And you'll find the brands in Cascade with Mike Brands Sr. Two happy hours every day, seven days a week at all brands locations. For the one close to you, Go to brands.com. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Mercantile Bank is committed to delivering financial solutions that empower businesses to achieve their goals. We take time to understand you and what makes your business unique. From commercial and business banking to treasury and HCM tools, our local team is here to help you take your business to the next level. So when you need a financial partner, Merck is here. To learn more, visit us online at MerckBank.com slash business. Member FDIC equal housing lender. Bill Simonson here for Flying Ace Craft Spirits. You can chart your own course with small batch American-made whiskeys. And also, they're connected to Folds of Honor here in Michigan, providing four scholarships this year through Flying Ace Craft Spirits to the children of men and women injured or killed in combat. Look for Flying Ace Craft Spirits and that small batch American-made whiskeys in different flavors at local stores or ask for it at your local pub, bar, or restaurant. Fly and Ace exist at the intersection of independence and precision. They distill fine spirits for Mavericks, the adventurous, the cunning, and the bold. You can find out more and also order online if you're 21 and up at flyingaspirits.com or look for it in stores all across Michigan or at your local bar, pub, or restaurant. Leonard Skinner. ZZ Top. Friday, August 9th at Soaring Eagle Casino, the Sharp Dressed Simple Man Tour. Leonard Skinner and ZZ Top. Tickets start at $38 and are on sale now at the box office at etix.com. Part of the Soaring Eagle Summer Outdoor Concert Series, Leonard Skinner and ZZ Top. Friday, August 9th at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Bill Simonson here for Roast Umber Coffee. It's a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And their nitro cold brew coffee is a convenient and healthy option with no sugar or additives. So if you want a great coffee or energy drink to power you through your morning and your day, it's available in ground or whole bean or in cans. More information on the website and direct delivery to your door at roastumber.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network.
Across Michigan, Wednesday broadcast presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. I know across the state, pretty much every night this week, boys district basketball action. You got the MHSAA hockey playoffs continuing. I'll be in Ionia, beautiful high school and gym there hosting a district semifinal, Grand Rapids Forest Hills Eastern in Ionia tonight, 7 p.m. I think Portland and Belding play coming up at 5.30 at Ionia. Winners will play on Friday night to advance to the regional. You can follow all the brackets, everything you need at MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. And live and on demand, boys and girls, playoff action, regular season games, and more all the way through the spring at MHSAA.TV. That is MHSAA.TV. Good luck to your kids' teams, local schools. I love the playoffs. Michigan High School Athletic Association, they do a great job with every single championship Boys and girls individual wrestling finals at Ford Field this weekend. How cool is it that Mark Ewell and his team, they get Ford Field for eight state championship football games and also boys and girls uh, wrestling finals this weekend in downtown Detroit. I have at all, I've been going to a lot of basketball games here. You know, when it's a cold night, usually I'll... And I don't have the kids. I have my kids every other week. Even some weeks I do have my kids. I'll follow the school my kids go to. I su- support the you know, teammates I had in other sports that are on the winter and spring sports. A lot of people are coming at me with, hey, when, when you get Mark Ewell on again, ask him about expanding the divisions. Why is football the only one with, I think it's 10 divisions including eight-man, ten divisions. Now, Ewell, on this show, and he comes in, we try and get him in once a month, has said that they are looking at a fifth division for basketball. What were the sports? Basketball, was it baseball, soccer, and volleyball, I think. Don't quote me. But with his executive council, which are representatives from around the state, they are looking at it. And I agree. I, I think basketball, sometimes I'll look at soccer and see us, you know, with my son Legend, who's a sophomore for Grand Rapids Forest Hills Eastern. We're, we're playing with big schools 
in soccer. They're, it's an unfair advantage. I personally think beyond five, I would go to six divisions. Because I'll say this, and I know they're concerned about the Breslin, because you do the girls, you do the boys, you're, you're flipping districts, you know, like, like they flip early game to late game, whatever. You got Title IX, I get it. I, I don't think it's the best for certain schools unless you really have a big following. If you have a big following for girls but not the boys or vice versa. But I'm not going to get into the politics of it. But I'll say that I, I have no problem with the more state champions you have, the more interest you have in high school sports. I, I don't know. I, I don't get the eight in football, ten in football, including eight man. So why can't you? You've been at four. It used to be old school back in the day with me. It was class A, B, C, and D, right? It hasn't expanded. And look at the growth of sports. Basketball should be six, if not eight, in my book. Six, if not eight divisions. And I know there's the love affair with the Breslin. But maybe you look at CMU or another school and you rotate it, and it's girls and boys one year here for four divisions and four divisions one year there. I I know you're trying to keep that beauty of when your football season ends, you're going to Ford Field, and it's a great setting. It's fantastic, as good as anything in high school sports in America. And you want that same finish at the Breslin. They do it at uh, Michigan State for soccer, softball, and baseball, right? And, and And I understand that. But I think with the growth of schools, there should be minimum six divisions, minimum If not eight, why not give kids a shot at more state championships? And it can't happen in all sports based on participation in certain numbers like hockey, lacrosse, whatever it is. And I know Mark Ewell personally, and I know he always pushes for what's best for the kids and the coaches and the schools and having enough officials to handle everything. But expanding the divisions won't change anything. I'd go to eight in basketball right now. I'd go to five in soccer, maybe six in baseball. Because the more state championship trophies you're handing out, the bigger crowds you're going to get. It's going to be good for everybody involved. And it creates more of a level playing field. And I know that's what Mark Ewell and his team always look for first. Now, if you miss any of our huge opinions, interviews, hours, or full shows, our podcasts are free, and we are everywhere. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts. Big. Bad. Huge. Following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Wednesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can follow everything about high school sports 24-7 at MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. Wednesdays on the Huge Show are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. 
We are back live across Michigan, hour number three on an MHSAA Wednesday, Superfly Hayes. He is our executive producer inside this hour, Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com. We'll get an update on Michigan football and basketball. Eric Edholm, NFL.com writer on the Combine, upcoming free agency. And what's the national opinion on the Lions? Speaking of Lions, our flying ace whiskey, huge question of the day. Where would the Lions be today if they never hired Holmes, who in turn hired Campbell? You can answer that question at 1 866 838 4843. That's 1 866 838 Huge. That's on the Mercantile Bank listener line. Mercantile Bank, a Michigan based bank with locations all across Michigan at Huge Show on Twitter. The Huge Show on Facebook. I did see a sad note, Superfly. I was just telling you about this yesterday. The scene from Curb Your Enthusiasm, where comedian Richard Lewis, who is a regular on Curb Your Enthusiasm, and a comedian, he died at the age of 76. That is coming out now on the social networks. And I was howling, laughing with Superfly yesterday saying, I think it's the latest Curb Your Enthusiasm episode. They're at their golf club. And Larry is with Richard, who's riding shotgun in their golf cart, waiting for their third buddy to show up to golf. And Larry was sitting at the practice range on a bench And he was taking in a lesson to the deaf actor in, uh, he was just in the movie, the Apple movie. What was Coda, yeah. I forget his name. And the pro turned and looked at Larry and said, "Are are you stealing a lesson? He's like, no, I'm on the bench. Benches are made to sit on. So they get to the tee box and... The deaf actor from CODA, who's a tall guy, and that pro are about 250 yards out in the middle of the one fairway. And Richard Lewis goes, come on, Larry, just hit. Hit, let's get this going. And he goes, I can't hit. I might hit that guy. And they're mad at me. They think that I just stole a personal private lesson by sitting on a bench. He goes, just hit. And the other guy goes, come on, you never hit a ball that far in your life. And they used a few... Choice words. So Larry gets up there and cranks it and he hits the deaf guy in the back and the deaf guy falls. And then the pros yelling back at him and he pulls up and him and Richard and then and then Larry, the funniest part was Larry goes, Well, uh, and they pull off um the guy that got hit in the pro, they go to the next T box. Larry goes, I'm just gonna drop. Richard Lewis goes, You're not dropping. There's no drop. You're retin. You're retaining or you're taking the penalty stroke. You're not dropping. You can't find the ball. That's a lost ball. And the other guy goes, yeah, you're not dropping. <laughs> yeah, Richard Lewis, he was a good funny man. And that curb your enthusiasm. Uh, just fantastic. So God rest his soul. Yeah, we all look, man. We see people. You know, he was 76. He, he was, I'll be honest, I... I I did say in that last episode I watched of Curb Your Enthusiasm that he didn't look well. 
Well, you're 76. You're 76. And he was a solid actor and a solid funny guy. He really was. And that episode, again, with me loving the game of golf, I just, I, I think I rewound it three times and watched it because it was so funny. On the lighter side, Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com will join us momentarily. I mentioned Eric at HomeNFL.com columnist, insider. We'll talk about the Combine this weekend in Indy. Speaking of the Combine, the Wolverine.com has Anthony Broom and Clayton Safey with all the Michigan invitees. Michigan had a record 18 players invited to the Combine. I even played the comment from Brad Holmes. Earlier, the Lions GM about why Michigan had so many guys at the Combine, and he said, quality coaching. They're prepared to play at the next level. And he's not like a Michigan guy. Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com is standing by on the Roast Umberg Coffee guest sign. How you doing, my man? Doing great, Bill. Thanks. All right. Uh, so it's the Michigan Invitational uh, down yeah. uh, in Indy. You guys have... Some of your team coverage with Broom and Safey going on. Out of the 18, I don't know if I asked you this question or maybe it was Broom last week or Safey when he was in studio. And I know you were with me uh, down at the outdoor show. Out of those 18, who ends up having the best NFL career? Yeah, you know, it's a great question. And um, I think it might have go with J.J. McCarthy. And I really think that this kid's best football is ahead of him. And we've, we've only just seen a little bit of what he can do. And part of it is because they didn't ask him to fling it 40 times. They could have basically he could have gone anywhere he wanted to and, and won a Heisman Trophy. You look at what, um, what happened at LSU. You look at Oregon. Uh, they asked him to do what it took to win a title with this team, and that's exactly what he did, and that's part of what makes him special. Not only did he not complain, he embraced it. And when you have a guy like that who's got all those skills and he's that kind of a leader, uh, you've got something special. He's so humble, one of the most humble superstars I've ever covered at Michigan, and uh, there have been a lot of them, but uh, he is at the top of the list. And uh, he makes all the throws. He's got great speed. Somebody, I just saw one of the analysts say, oh, he's just a mid, middle-of-the-road athlete. I'm like, eh, I think you're going to be surprised here when you see what he can do. And I think you're going you're gonna to see him, when he, gets to the, when he gets a couple of years into the NFL and his body gets even more mature, he's still a little bit skinny, um, this kid's going to be pretty special. So I like him, and I also love Mike Sainer still uh, as, a, as a guy that's going to be playing for 10 years in the league. This is a kid who, in talking to the young Michigan receivers, at um, the Rose Bowl and at the national championship game. Both of them said the same thing. He was the toughest one to get open on. Uh, he's just a special football player and a special leader. So really like those two guys. I'm seeing a lot of uh, NFL insiders saying that J.J. has moved up to their QB number three behind Williams uh, in the LSU Heisman Trophy winner, Daniel. So, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, Minnesota Vikings uh, – you're seeing possible trades up into the top 10. I've seen around the 8, uh, 9 slot for J.J. to get drafted. I think it's smart uh, that he's throwing this weekend. I really do. I do, too. Yeah, I do, too, because that's the question, right? Can he? Yeah, everybody knows he can make all the throws, but can he do it under pressure? Can He He didn't have to do it a whole lot. I mean, when you throw 8 times like they did at Penn State, there are going to be some question marks. And um, the, the thing with him, though, is that um, – 
two things, right? He's got to prove that he can throw the deep ball with some uh, accuracy, and that was an, an area of weakness at times for him and something that he didn't get to show a whole lot of. We saw Roman Wilson Wilson test really well at some of these events that he's been at, and people are wondering, hey, why didn't those guys connect more? And um, But to me, it's just because he hasn't had a whole lot of opportunity to do it. And uh, more than anything, they relied on the run game when they were here in that offensive line, and, and again, he embraced that. So but I don't have any doubt that he's going to perform well. Um, this kid is uh, is a, a generational talent, as Jim Harbaugh said in college, and, and he was right when it comes to Michigan. He's the best Michigan quarterback we've ever seen, uh, even though he didn't eclipse 3,000 yards this year. Before the year started, we had a roundtable question, and people were asking how many yards I thought J.J. McCarthy would throw for it. And I said, I bet he'd be about 2,900, but he's still going to have a great year. And everybody was mocking me and saying, hey, if he throws for only 2,900 yards in 15 games, they aren't going to do anything. And I said, I don't think you understand how the offense works and how this is constructed. And, and sure enough, they go 15-0, and and he doesn't throw for 3,000 yards. They've had other passers that have gone for 3,000, like Shea Patterson and Jake Rudock, that didn't have a chance to sniff the NFL. But you know what? It's going to be different. Uh, one thing about a good quarterback is knowing when not to throw the ball, not, not to throw it in traffic and everything else. And that's one of the biggest, biggest areas where he learned – in terms of protecting the football and why I think he's going to have a great NFL career. Two of the latest CBS Sports mock drafts have J.J. both going to Denver. They're looking for their next quarterback. Russell Wilson, a lot of talk he could end up uh, with the Steelers. So McCarthy in one was the seventh overall pick going to mm-hmm. Denver. and the other, uh, he was the 12th. So one of them had uh, Denver uh, trading up. Uh, to get him. So if he is moving into that QB3 category behind Williams and Daniels, who, by the way, I'm not sold on either guy as pro quarterbacks. I I think the, you know, Drake May and North Carolina and J.J. to me are the most pro-style QB or QBs plural who are NFL ready. Yeah, I think that's probably right. And and, But, you know, in in this day and age, um, I think it was Dan Campbell who said, you know what, you have to have a guy who can move a little bit, too. And you can see that with J.J. Uh, that's one of the things, his pocket awareness. And it's not just running. Everybody's like, oh, he should have run more and he should have taken off more. And maybe that's true. But more than anything, it's being able to feel the pressure in the pocket and uh, get rid of the ball quickly or throw it away. And that's something that he has an innate ability to do. Um, those tackles at Michigan were not elite. That's another thing, you know what, you you talk about – this Michigan football team and how good they were. They did not have typical prototypical tackles that are going to be playing at the next level, great pass protectors. And there were many times that the, maybe the pressure got to him or the, the the protection was leaky, but he was able to get away and feel it and still make a play. Uh, to me, that is something that you can't teach. And uh, you can learn it and you get a little bit, but uh, but he feels it. And uh, you know what? He's just got that, that next level ability, too, uh, in terms of moving around. So I think people are going to find that out about him. And uh, more than anything, he's going to test so well in these interviews. He, this kid is just uh, off the charts in terms of uh, – of what kind of a person he is, but he's also got that competitive fire. You know, this is not a guy who's some kind of a who's going to sit back and and basically uh, not respond to a challenge. So, love what he brings. I'd take him on my team in a heartbeat. And you can, I can tell you that Jim Harbaugh is going to be vouching for him, and that a lot of those guys in the NFL over the years have respected his opinion. As quirky as he might be, they know that he understands football, and they're going to listen to him. 
If JJ has a good weekend throwing and testing and interviewing with NFL people, his stock could really rise. I mean, already I'm seeing him at 7 and 12 in the latest two CBS mock drafts from Trapasso and uh, Wilson. But he, and that's before he does anything in Indy. Yeah, I'd be surprised, wouldn't you, if he if he slipped out of the top fifteen at this point? Yeah, I agree. I agree with you. I, I think he is a solid QB three. May is you know bigger dude, uh, but that that ability to move, the ability to get away from those athletes coming at you on the defensive side of the ball in the NFL. I you know again, he's not Caleb Williams or or Daniels. A lot of guys who like to throw on the run and crafty. I'm not buying that Caleb Williams is the next. Patrick Mahomes, I think the Bears' no. entire franchise and fan base think we missed on Mahomes. We're not going to miss on him <laughs> again. And Jaden Daniels, and the same thing they're trumpeting Washington, could be a surprise team. You know, the Bears in Washington this year in the NFL. I'm like, Jaden Daniels beat what quality teams? What quality yeah. teams did he beat this year? He is the most overrated Heisman winner in the history of football. Well, he was put in positions to throw for a lot of yards, right? And that's something that that J.J. McCarthy wasn't able to do. And the thing about that, though, is would you trade places? You know, would you trade quarterbacks? All you have to do is ask people who would you rather have at the collegiate level. And uh, you look at what J.J. McCarthy did as a winner uh, more than anything. Every level he's been on, huge. I think he's in his career, his entire, entire career, high school to college, he, he lost like five games as a starter, which is unbelievable. And uh, that just goes to show you some of these guys have that it factor. You know, everybody talks about being a cliche, but it's absolutely true. Patrick Mahomes has it, right? You figure out, you put different guys around him, and he's the guy that's still going to make your team great, like a Tom Brady, too. And no, I'm not saying he's the next Tom Brady or the next Patrick Mahomes. I'm saying he has that characteristic that a lot of guys don't have. And that's what's going to separate him, in my opinion. That's what's going to make him a great quarterback at the next level. Yeah, Jane Daniels beat one ranked team all year long, and that was at uh, Missouri. Again, I'm not here to debate Daniels talking about J.J., and it will be interesting uh, to watch him throw this weekend. Uh, let's switch, talk about Juwan Howard, uh, the Doug McDaniel return. If they play well, home and away with him back playing every game, is that ammo to keep Howard around for another year? You know, I don't think it's going to come down to that. I think they're 2-5 and five with Doug McDaniel at home for crying out loud, right? So that pretty much speaks to what this team is this year. And I'll give them credit, excuse me, for the heart that they've shown in the last three games. But, you know, when Jawan Howard said, well, heart should, you know, if heart were a, a statistic that was measured, you know, then we'd be winners. And I'm oh, like, geez. The coach speak from right. Howard is killing me, Chris. It, me too. And, uh, you know, I what he should say is, yeah, we played hard, and uh, and I credit my guys. And, you know what, without Olivier Kamwa, you know, they aren't expected to win a lot of games, but they were certainly expected to win a lot more than eight this year, which is, you know, they're about headed for nine maybe if they're lucky. If they're lucky, Bill, they'll win one of these last three games. So 
Um, the fact that Doug McDaniel was in that position is an indictment on the kid and the program. There's all kinds of help for you here academically that should they should never be in that position, number one. Number two, he has regressed defensively. Uh, this kid should be a, a really, really good defender, at least on the ball. I understand his size is going to be a limitation for him when people are backing him down and stuff, but uh, he's out there sometimes just uh, you know up and down and uh, doesn't seem to have a care in the world on the other end of the floor. Now he's gotten better in that aspect as well, but uh, so many things that you can point to that uh, are red flags for this program. And um, I hope, uh, you know, if Jawan Howard comes back next year and, um, you know, I don't, just don't, I don't see it getting better. You know, if you look at the roster, uh, there are going to be guys that move on. There have been rumblings that McDaniel won't be here next year, that he's already looking for his next stop. And uh, are you going to be able to keep guys like Terrace Reed? And if you don't, it's not like you have an elite recruiting class coming in too. So, I just don't see where it's going to get any better, Bill. And especially with Michigan's NIL program for basketball being next to nothing. Um, everything that they are doing right now has been concentrating on football. They are so far behind in the other sports, and it's starting to show. You know, They're headed for their worst director's cup finish in I don't know how many years. I think they're going to end up like 20th, and it's unheard of at a place like Michigan. Uh, everything needs to improve, starting with that program. So uh, I just don't see it. Chris, before I let you go, I know you tweeted out something and the story hit this morning that former Michigan defensive lineman Craig Rowe uh, passed away. You called him one of the great guys you've ever encountered uh, in the yeah. business. He you know, kept it off the radar. His family did. 18-month battle uh, with colon cancer. They've set up a GoFundMe account uh, where I retweeted what you did. Uh, to let people yep. know about it, but uh, you said he was one of the best guys you've ever met. He's just a sweet kid, man, and uh, he came here in the dark years, so the Rich Rod years, so I was happy for him and guys like Denard Robinson when they had that 2011 season and those seniors uh, under Brady Hoke because, uh, you know, he could have gone, and this kid was a top 100 kid out of high school, had elite measurables, and was just a really good guy, but uh, let this be, you know what, maybe a, for, for people who haven't had their colon screenings and stuff like that, their colonoscopies, um, you know, maybe learn from this or, or have something decent come out of this. There's nothing good that comes out of it, obviously, but um, just a really good person. So uh, 33 years old, leaves behind a two-year-old boy, so if people get to the, uh, can get to his GoFundMe page, go to the story on our site, that would be fantastic. Yeah, grew up in uh, Scottsdale, Arizona, 33. Wow, man, 33 yeah, unreal. Uh, years of age. Uh, yeah, enjoy every minute of life out there, and my best to uh, the Rowe family and also uh, the Michigan football family that was a part of his journey uh, in Ann Arbor. Chris Ballas, TheWolverine.com, also The Huge Show, Add Huge Show on Twitter, uh, the link where you can donate and find out more about helping uh, the Rowe family. Chris, always appreciate the updates. We'll talk next week. You bet. Thanks, Billy. All right, Chris Ballas from TheWolverine.com joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. Up next, Eric Edholm, columnist for NFL.com. We'll talk about the Combine, free agency, the offseason, and what's the national vibe on your Detroit Lions. Eric will join us next. From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge. 
It's time to go on the court with Anthony Bellino. It's a new day to celebrate and be free. It's a new day full of action and excitement because it's a new day for winning only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. It's a new day. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com. The Michigan Wolverines dropped their 20th game of the season as they lost at home to then number three Purdue over the weekend in the tightly contested game 84-76. I say at home because the game was physically played in Ann Arbor. However, the Purdue faithful had Michigan sounding like Mackey. My estimation will put it somewhere in the range of 70-30 to 60-40 in favor of Purdue fans on campus. Zach Eady matched a career high with 35 points and added 15 rebounds as the Wolverines tried a multiple matchup combinations against that extremely large human, but Eady was just too much. Four starters in double figures for the Maze in blue, now having to navigate without starting forward Olivier Camois. But it's too little too late. Up next, Michigan heads to Rutgers tomorrow night to try to break the five-game slide at 8-30 on FS1. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. The food district is now open. There's something for everyone, from Bubba Coo's Burritos to Bonanno's New York Pizza Kitchen to Guy Fieri's Chicken and Ike's Lovin' Sandwiches. Savor every delicious flavor at the all-new food district. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort, your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Huge here for my good friend Drew and the crew at Impact Power Sports. Now, they're located on 14 Mile Road in Rockford, just north of Grand Rapids here on the west side of the state. They are Michigan's newest Yamaha go-to golf cart dealer. Now, if you're looking for a golf cart for the neighborhood, the business, the golf club, maybe that second home or the lake, stop by and see Drew and the crew. They can hook you up today at Impact Power Sports. They also have e-bikes, quads, side-by-side, yard toys for the big boys and the big girls. Anything you need when it comes to power, they have it at Impact Power Sports on 14 Mile Road in Rockford. Also, if you want a shot at winning Lois Browns, Lions Golf Cart, a custom-built Lions Golf Cart, text IMPACT to 21000. That's IMPACT to 21000. And you could win Lomas Brown's Lions Golf Cart this summer from IMPACT Power Sports and The Huge Show. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Huge week down in Indy with the NFL Combine. J.J. McCarthy will be throwing. Some of the big boy QBs won't. They'll do the interviews. A lot of positioning. Mock drafts are everywhere. Who will be the surprise? Pick come round one in Detroit at the end of April. Eric Edholm. NFL.com, NFL Insider. He's standing by in the Roast Umber Coffee Guest Line. How you doing, my man? going on? I'm doing all right. Uh, I'm trying to figure out uh, what's the story so far of Combine Week. I know we're, we'll get to all the action involving uh, the 300-plus invited. But so far, what do you think has been the most intriguing thing you've learned? Yeah, no, it's it's to this point, you know, we've we've only been able to speak to a, a handful of the the prospects. So a lot of the talk so far has been about what the Bears are going to do 
at ones and or with Justin Fields. I think that's been, you know, kind of the, the barroom chatter at night, if you will. And um, some of the other kind of veteran news, Legere's need for the Chiefs sort of being available for a trade and, you know, other news like that. But, yeah, we're just kind of reaching the, the, the pre-combine buzz phase. And as you pointed out, I mean, we – we ha- we don't have quarterbacks throwing. They- there are some intriguing guys. There isn't a clear cut sort of forty yard uh, favorite at this point. So a lot of the news I think is going to develop as it happens. There's not these big storylines awaiting us. So speaking of the situation in Chicago, and I'm I've been trying to figure this out for a while. I could see if they blew out all the coaches that you're going to trade fields. You're starting over. You're bringing in. Williams, yeah. they get rid of some of the coaches. They've had front office changes over the last couple of years, and they're really anointing Caleb Williams as the next Patrick Mahomes and the savior of the franchise. We missed on Mahomes uh, last time. I, I've never bought this. I watched Williams regress in my mind this season in a high-powered offense with a ton of athletes around him and a wide-open coach who never lets up in Lincoln Riley. I I look at fields. I look at the NFC North. I think the Bears with uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. uh, with fields uh, would be worth a couple, three wins a year. Uh, The Lions uh, are one of the elite now in the NFL. Uh, But you're just thinking getting above 500 again with the Bears and having a shot at a wild card spot would be the first step. I don't understand bailing on fields. Where do you stand on it? Yeah, it, it's a fascinating debate. And it, you make a great point about the coaching staff. Now, Shane Waldron is the new offensive coordinator. So, you know, Matt Eberflus is back. Ryan Poles is still making the picks. But the one element is that they are making a change on the offensive side. Luke Getze, who you know, was sort of entrusted with bringing fields up as a passer and and, uh, expanding and elevating his game, which you could say he had a hand on, but other people felt like he held him back. So, you know, it's kind of an odd situation, I guess, right now. Is Fields somebody that they're willing to pay, you know, top-of-the-line type of money below that superstar level, but, you know, above what, let's say, Ryan Tannehill got a few years ago? You know, that's still a big commitment. And if they do feel that Caleb Williams, or might I add, Drake May, uh, is worthy of being the next starting quarterback or possibly with somebody in between, I'm just saying don't dismiss the possibility. I mean, fields could be traded in this scenario, but also if they don't feel like Caleb is this once-in-a-generation type prospect, and they feel like he and May both would be upgrades over Fields, why not trade down one spot with Washington, who's desperate to get the local kid there, worked with Cliff Kingsbury last year at USC. There's plenty of connections. Franchise is dying to get its own buzz. And you could double dip. I mean, Ryan Poles last year talked openly about trading down twice and he really kind of wanted that possibility to emerge. It didn't. And he got a haul, but I think he's still itching to kind of make the most of it. So I don't know. There's everything's on the table right now. Oh, you could even trade down. Yeah. Twice. And, you know, take Marvin Harrison jr. And keep fields. And there you go. Uh, building for the future. And you got a lot in return because I, I look at fields and the obvious thing is going back to his home state in Georgia 
playing for the Falcons. There's been that talk yeah. of Russell Wilson uh, to the Steelers. That would be a cheap number. Steelers, though, may be thinking, well, do we want to make a run at Fields? But you're going to have to give up a lot. You don't have to give up a lot for Wilson. So let's just go with the fact that it looks like Fields will be done in Chicago, at least uh, with all the chatter now. And yeah. Wilson, that can't continue in Denver, even though Denver played decent football last you know, six weeks of the season. Uh, where will Fields end up if he's done in Chicago? And what about Wilson? Yeah, I think the three teams that you hear the most, you mentioned the Falcons. He is a Georgia kid. Um, you know, it spent one year at the University of Georgia before going to Ohio State. Uh, you know, obviously, I think if you think about their offense, right, built around the run game, uh, big tight end with a with a long wingspan and, and another receiver in uh, Drake London, too. So Pitts in London and that run game, a good offensive line. Fields would fit in pretty nicely in a dome, too. And where he's played better football statistically over his career has been on uh, either the retractable roofs or, or the dome. So, you know, he might be suited for that kind of environment. Uh, what about Pittsburgh? I mean, that's a possibility. Again, a team that, you know, has a tight end and a run game, good wide receivers. And, you know, there's something to work with there, too. Uh, I think New England is a dark horse type of candidate. I mean, they're, the word on the street here is that that number three pick could be for sale. What does that mean? Does that mean they're not enamored with Jaden Daniels from LSU? Or, you know, they don't think there's a shot either of the top two quarterbacks falls there. Do they not think Marvin Harrison Jr. is worth the number three pick? Or do they just want to fill a bunch of holes? Because they have some of them, you know. <laughs> They've fallen off. So maybe – maybe they're the kind of team that plays it halfway. You know, you get a veteran starter who maybe you extend, maybe you don't, and you may not have to give up a ton. Trading down gets you more picks, so that that's why I think they could at least be included in that, that conversation. Eric at home, NFL.com insider, joining us, talking combine, offseason ahead. Uh, what's the vibe uh, amongst the NFL circles when it comes to the Lions? Not what they did last year, but what lies ahead for this franchise? Yeah, I, uh, an incredible amount of respect just to get to this point, right? I mean, the last 18 months or whatever have been, you know, a different Lions team than anybody's seen. So there, you know, there is a bit of looking back and, and saying they've built something here and they're, yeah, they don't have that, that big cache of picks like they have in, in certain drafts, but especially last year, right? All the, the top 50 selections they had, all of them worked out great to a degree. Um, you know, this year now they're picking down towards the bottom and coming off this, this heartbreaking loss. And we've seen other teams in this position before unable to take that, take that next proverbial step. So, you know, it's like, well, welcome to the big league boys. You know, now you've got to, prove you can stay so i think that's kind of the, the the vibe around the nfl right now is that they belong for now but there's a lot left to prove still all right so uh lions bears we talked about you know two of the four teams in the nfc north Cousins seems like a cheap fit for two years and 90 million but there would be that drake may possibly or jj mccarthy that the vikings could trade up to get 
and they could spend their money elsewhere and have a young quarterback with great weapons. What do you think is the next stop, or is it back in Minnesota for Cousins? Yeah, it, it, I think there are some teams who are intrigued by the idea of Kirk Cousins, and it would be you know, somebody who, look, he was operating on a really high level before he got hurt without Justin Jefferson, you know, and so – there was that was that was the most disappointing and, and Kirk Cousins ish element about it last year is that you know at his best he's really good but as my colleague Greg Rosenthal wrote or said I can't remember who's on radio or if I read him but he was basically saying I don't think there's going to be that long list of teams just dying to try to get him in for for a short term type deal like like you just mentioned so. Maybe there is, maybe there isn't. It's probably more likely he ends up back in Minnesota, which some people didn't think was going to happen not that long ago. But here we are, and it makes a lot of sense from certain angles, especially if they feel like they're closer to the 2022 version of the team than the one we saw most of last season. I don't know if that's true or not, but you know that 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 could be the the internal stance on that and. Look, Brian Flores did a really good job with that defense, all things considered. And another year with him and a little more talent on that side of the ball. You know, second year, Jordan Addison, there's there's something to look at there. Yeah, really, Hoggison comes back from the knee injury. And yeah. you know, your young quarterback, if they want to go young or they get a mid-level veteran and they want to spend their money on Hunter and other things. Right. NFC North is really interesting because if the Bears do go young again, I don't expect them to win. If Cousins isn't in Minnesota, it depends on if they go young or they go with a veteran, a mid-level type guy. And the Packers, at the end of the year, were playing as good as anybody. And they, like the Lions, blew an opportunity in San Francisco to win and advance. It'll be fun to watch. A year ago when Rodgers left or was getting ready to leave uh, the NFC North, it looked like the end. NFC North was going to in total disarray and... Now it's shaping up where if Field stays, if Cousins stays with the Lions, uh, with the Packers, that, that that conference is better than most would think. Yeah. Oh, that's. I mean, I that's or that I division. Love yeah. Every couple of years it cycles through. I mean, every season is its own little kind of grab bag. But right. you know, the things that we didn't think possible, AFC North being as good as it was a couple of years ago, that was that was a thought nobody had, but. Burrow and the, and the Browns resurgence, and, and that's the kind of thing that happens. So, yeah, you're right. The North is probably one of the more intriguing divisions heading into the offseason. Eric at home, always appreciate the insight when it comes to the NFL. You can follow Eric at NFL.com. Thanks, my man. Safe travels. Have a great night. All right, Eric at home checking in on the Rose Tumber Coffee Guest Line. Remember, if you miss any huge opinion interview, our full show. Our podcasts are free, and we are everywhere. Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, Amazon, and more. Just search The Huge Show, where you download podcasts, and you can catch up and listen on your schedule. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Merck Perks from Mercantile Bank is here. 
Merck Perks Checking has all you need to plan your busy lifestyle. Travel services for hotels, airfare and cruises, cash back rewards, and even savings on prescriptions, eyewear, and dental work. Merck Perks also includes all the traditional benefits you love, like online and mobile banking and fee-free access to almost 40,000 MoneyPass ATMs. So when you're ready for Perks, Merck is here. Learn more at MyMerckPerks.com, member FDIC. Make sure you listen weekly to our Moving Ferris Forward interviews with Ferris President Bill Pink and other leaders who are moving Ferris forward. Find out more about Big Rapids and Ferris and what they have to offer at ferris.edu. There's a new player in town. Hi, I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro Wide Receiver, and I'm talking about Eagle Casino and Sports, the real money mobile casino. It's so easy to play. You can go from wager to winner to wallet, just like that. Sign up now and we'll match your deposit up to $1,500, or you can get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. Eagle Casino and Sports, made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Huge here for Van Andel Institute Purple Community. Now, they're a grassroots fundraising network powered by the volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve health now and in the future. Learn more at purplecommunity.org. Hi, I'm Lauren, and I work for Meyer. People ask, why do I shop there? It's because I get everything in one stop. Like this week's hottest deals with buy one, get one for a dollar, four-pound bag of navel oranges. And Meyer Wellness Vitamins or Supplements, buy one, get one free. Plus, I can save even more with M-Perks, like 10% off my total electronics purchase when I shop in-store or online this week. Meyer has all I need in just one stop. Exclusions apply. See all deals in the Meyer app. Huge here for all the Mr. Car Wash locations across Michigan. You're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass that I use. Superfly Hayes, my producer, uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to MrCarWash.com or stop by your local Mr. Car Wash location here in Michigan for the one close to you. And to get that unlimited pass, go to MrCarWash.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Let's go check in with the fun governor from the incredible Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. He's standing by. How you doing, Timmy? Man, I am having a lovely day. Can I say lovely live on the radio? Yeah, live and lovely with Tim, <laughs> the fun governor, McCullough. All right, what's That's happening, right, man? man? You guys always have the best giveaways, best indoor shows, outdoor shows are being announced. Uh, you got the Ascend Sportsbook. You got the Eagle Casino and Sportsbook app. So much happening connected to Soren Eagle and Mount Pleasant. Let's go through it. Man, let's knock it out real quick. We'll, we'll, we'll uh, make everybody happy today. $130,000, big money March is what we're calling it. Saturdays in March. Bill, the way it breaks down is 11 p.m. each Saturday night in March. One lucky winner will take home $20,000 in cash. From 5 to 10 p.m., one player each hour will win $1,000 in premium play. So hopefully you're that big money winner, man. I'll tell you what, March is your time. And uh, twenty grand. Uh, I know I can put that to good use myself, so I know everybody else can too. All you got to do is sign up for that access card. It's that easy. 
pretty simple. We, we, we make it simple is what we do, and we make it fun. Uh, Luck of the Clover, uh, Sunday, March 17th. Everybody put this down on your calendar. From 5 to 10 p.m., we're going to have hourly drawings. Two lucky guests will win up to $1,000 in premium play. Uh, and if you get an entry for 600 points, you can keep adding to it and better your chance and get your luck of the clover here at Soaring Eagle, which is really cool. And then uh, March Mania Shootout with Mark Madness, all this college basketball. We, we're doing it ourselves right here on our floor. Every Friday in March, two winners each hour from 5 to 11 p.m. We'll have a chance to shoot it up uh, to win $1,000 in premium play. Shoot the most free throws to win 14 additional dollars in cash. So that's pretty fun. All you do is come out here and shoot some hoops, win some money, win some free play, have some fun. It's really that simple. Uh, but we like to celebrate uh, March uh, with basketball fashion as one does in March. Anyways, Thursday, March 7th, the comic book killer, our murder mystery dinners. Great date night. You want to come out for that. It starts at 8 o'clock. A whole lot of fun in our entertainment uh, uh, destination, which is Soaring Ego. Uh, you can stop down to the ballroom and have yourself dinner, solve a murder. Uh, what could be better date night than that? And then on the 9th, we have Justin Moore in the house. You're in the country music. He's one you're going to want to catch. And then we have Te- Tesla, March 15th. Peter Frampton, March 16th. I'm really excited for that one. Uh, March 23rd, Three Dog Night, live in concert. And then March 29th, uh, Let the Good Times Rock with Warren and my girl Lita Ford. Back in the day, I love Lita Ford. Her and Ozzy, oh my God, so so good. Uh, April 6th, Jeffrey Osborne, Freddie Jackson, live on our stage in our entertainment hall. Grand Funk Railroad with Foghat, April 13th. The 27th, we have Godsmack in the house. Sixth, we had to add another show. They were so popular. So it's going to be Friday, May 3rd, and May 4th for Sticks. Tacos and Tequila with the sounds of uh, a great tribute band to my man Carlos Santana. May 11th, another great date night. Chicago on the 25th. Shine Down June 7th outdoors. We just put out there Motley Crew's going to be in the house June 23rd. That's right, the crew. Uh, outdoors, Leonard Skidder with ZZ Top Outdoors August 9th. August 16th, Jason Aldean. And, uh, man, we're excited for Outdoors, Bill. I know you always like to come out and catch a show, and uh, we can't wait to have you back out there checking out all the things we do out back with that summer concert series. I'm really, really excited for it. And just having good times. You know, I just walked away from a guy who hit 40 grand uh, out on the gaming floor, so anything possible. Good times is where it's at. And uh, we do it better than most. Yeah, winning 40 grand this afternoon makes it a very good time in Mount Pleasant at the Soaring Eagle Casino <laughs> and Resort. Remember, you can book your getaway, the tickets for all the indoor-outdoor shows. Summer outdoor concert series is bigger and better each and every year. You just heard him say, uh, with the crew and also Jason Aldean and more, that's SoaringEagleCasino.com. Don't forget about their sister property, the Saginaw Eagles Landing Casino and Hotel in Standish, Michigan. For those of you listening on 100.9 FM, the Mitt in the Midland, Bay City, Saginaw area, and the go-to live sports betting destination, the Ascend Sportsbook and Nightclub with the conference tournaments coming up, March Madness, Wings probably in the playoffs, and more. You can bet live or you can download the Eagle Casino and sports book app. Timmy, always good stuff. We'll talk in seven days.
Bill, in seven days, let's talk about uh, the draft party we're going to have here at Soren Eagle. Let's, let's get that out early. All right, Thanks, sounds man. good, man. There's Tim McCullough, the fun governor for the incredible Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Book your getaway today at SorenEagleCasino.com and play the games and wager on the games by downloading the Eagle Casino and Sportsbook app. We are back wrapping up our Wednesday broadcast. Enjoy uh, the boys' district high school basketball action all across the state. For games close to you, go to MHSAA.com. Also, if you can't make it out, you can watch the games live and on demand at MHSAA.tv. Superfly Hayes did a great job with all those sound bites, almost 30 of them from Holmes and Campbell. He did point out, Bill, you pressed the wrong button once. It's the people who smile at you you need to keep an eye on the most. Last compliment you ever get. Enjoy it. Put it on your phone. Play it for your family. Do what you need to. Now, if you miss any huge opinion or interview, our podcasts are free and we are everywhere. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts. Big. Bad. Huge.